Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Monday, June 20th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, the Guardians had uh, what can only be described as an incredibly successful weekend in uh, Los Angeles, taking two out of three against the Dodgers, uh, and doing so in the in the final uh, two games of the series uh, without Jose Ramirez, who's uh, been out with uh, a, a sore uh, hand. Uh, what's the latest on Jose Ramirez and what do we expect? When do we expect to hear an update on his condition? Uh, Joe, he's got a, bru- a bruised right thumb. Uh, Terry Francona said he did it about 12 days ago during the last homestand. Then he re-aggravated it in, uh, against the Rockies on the first stop of this uh, nine game trip. Uh, he did not play, as you said, Saturday and Sunday. And I think, uh, you know, they wanted to, Combine that with uh, today's off day uh, to hopefully have him uh, ready to uh, face the Twins in the start of this uh, three-game series on Tuesday. Uh, He had an MRI uh, Sunday morning. They did not have the results. Uh, They were waiting for the results. So I think we'll we'll probably hear something either today, you know, on his status or or tomorrow. I talked to Jose after the game. He said nothing was wrong with him. But I think, I don't know, you know, you, you can't tell with Jose. And I don't think uh, you'd keep your best hitter out of the lineup for two straight days against, you know, really a, a loaded team like the Dodgers, unless there was something wrong. Right. It's uh, it's unusual uh, for him to miss a day or, or anything like that. He's in the lineup every day. That's one of the things that makes Jose Ramirez Jose Ramirez. So uh, the, the weird thing is he was able to, he was on a hot streak. He was actually, you know, performing very well despite the injury uh when when they decided to to pull him out of the lineup uh this is it, it, their ability to win uh Sunday's game even without him in the lineup uh really just says something about what this Guardians team is sort of becoming uh right now especially with the young players uh stepping forward yeah that's a, that's a great point uh Terry Francona was talking about that after the game. He said, you know, the biggest cheerleader of, during that game was uh, Ramirez, you know, banging on the uh, uh, dugout, fe- uh, the you know, the dugout fence, uh, you know, cheering his team on. And uh, especially in the late innings when they, when they started, you know, when they made a move and took the lead. And, 
you know, he said that, that's what a team is about. And uh, you get that feeling that, uh, you know, there's something going on with uh, the Guardians that maybe we didn't see coming, you know, that yeah. there's a lot of, uh, you know, they're, they're very young, they're enthusiastic. And I think that in some cases that that's a positive, Joe. Yeah, every time Ernie Clement gets to play third base, uh, he knows that uh, somebody in the dugout will be screaming at him the whole time, and that's Jose Ramirez for sure. Uh, you talk about the young Guardians. Uh, right fielder Oscar Gonzalez comes up with uh, a big hit. He gets his first Major League home run. Uh, we finally see that that power sort of uh, pop through for him. Uh, it, just for Oscar Gonzalez, it, you know, the – there, there could be changes coming with, with Fran Mil Reyes uh, being healthy and ready to go uh, down in Columbus. What, uh, what does Oscar Gonzalez hitting a home run in in that final game of the series, uh, you know, mean for him and mean for his future with the ball club? Well, uh, you know, I don't think Oscar's going anywhere, Joe. I think uh, he is here to stay. He's here for. The, I don't know if he's here to stay, but he's he's here for the time. You know, the present and. Uh, he certainly has, has done nothing to hurt his uh, hurt his cause. He did drop the the fly ball in uh, during the weekend series in right field. He also crashed into the wall. We were talking to him um, after the game Sunday. He had a cut under his uh, right eye <laughs> from from collision with the wall, or his left eye, I should say. He looked like he'd gone a few rounds with uh, D- Roberto Duran or somebody. But uh, you know, he, he this guy all he's done is hit Joe. So. And he's played, you know, besides the errors, played, you know, a fine right field. So, you know, I think he, if, if they're, they're going to have to make a move with Fran Mill, but it's going to be somewhere else on the roster. Right. The interesting thing with Oscar since he's been up is that he's hit, but that he's hit within the framework of what the Guardians are trying to do offensively. He's not trying to do too much. The the power, like, like Chris Valeka and like uh, Terry Francona have said, the power will come just naturally, almost by accident. You'll pull a ball out of the park when you're hitting within the philosophy that everybody else in the lineup is, is trying to take advantage of. Uh, that's where they wanted Fran Mill to be. That's where they had been trying to get him to. Uh, and apparently down in Columbus, that's that's what's happened over the last several games. Uh, Fran Mill Reyes has gotten hot. And according to the formula, they wanted to get him hot and get him back up to the major league club. Yeah, he, he, you know, some guys go down on a rehab and all they, they go like 0 for 12. And, you know, all they want to do is get back to the big leagues, uh, you know. But uh, Franville went down with a uh, purpose. Uh, I think they wanted to see him get hot, like you said, Joe. I think he hit 429 down there. He went three for five on Sunday. He had a game winning, you know, walk off single on Saturday for the Clippers. Uh, hit, you know, three home runs, um, you know. This, you know, so he's a guy that, that's got a lot to prove. You know, he had a terrible start to the season and uh, he's hitting 195. He struck out what almost 40% of the time. So he's got, he's, he dug himself a hole and hopefully what he did in Columbus, you know, has is the start of him getting out of that hole. Yeah, I went down and, and I talked to him on Thursday after their afternoon game in Columbus. Uh, and he said he's he wants to get back up and and be with his teammates and because he sees what the excitement is that they're generating and he wants to be a part of that. So he's ready for any challenge, whether it's in right field or or at designated hitter, wherever they want to put him. But uh, more than that, he he wants to show that he he is the Fran Mill Reyes uh, who hit 30 home runs last year, and you know he he can be that guy again. 
Yeah, that's important. They they need that. If there's one thing you know lacking on this on this offense, it's power, the ability you know for the quick strike, and uh, you know Franwell certainly certainly provides that when he, when he's when he's going good. Uh, speaking of going good, uh, Emmanuel Classe uh, on this road trip, uh, he, he has what he's saved four of the five games. Uh, he's as locked out, I think it's been more than a month since he's given up an earned run. Uh, it's it, it's been quite a trip uh, so far for Class A, doing it on the stage that he's been doing it on, and and now, you know, as they head into this Minnesota series, he's going to be another important weapon for them coming out of the bullpen. Yeah, just uh, fifteen for seventeen and save chances, Joe. Um, and he, the thing the thing that's been impressive is. You know, we've talked about this before. In, in Colorado, he didn't need to strike three guys out. He didn't need to strike, you know, everybody out. He got three three ground balls and as many safe situations to end those games. Uh, yesterday, he, you know, he didn't, you know, he didn't, you know, he, he's dominating, but he's not, it's not like he's got to go like four or five pitches for each to get each guy out. He's getting guys, he's getting early contact and he's, you know, getting soft contact. And, uh, you know, he's, he looks dominant right now, Joe. He, he looks like a guy that, you know, a first division club wants to have as a closer. Yeah, batting average on balls in play so far for the season right now, uh, 264. When, when they put the ball in play, opponents are hitting 264 against him. Uh, but his uh, opponent batting average overall is only one uh, 194. So uh, that should tell you something right there. It's a, They're not getting uh good swings on the ball their the their their soft contact and uh their ground ball 56.8 uh ground ball percentage so uh Emmanuel Classe definitely getting the job done uh we we talked about uh, players coming back from injury such as Franmil uh we're we're going to see Aaron Savali start the series opener uh against the Twins uh on Tuesday night yeah you know uh Savali hasn't pitched since uh I want to say uh, uh, May May 20th against the Tigers when he uh, strained that glute muscle. Uh, he's made two rehab starts for Columbus. Uh, and, you know, I think he struck out seven guys in his last, seven guys in four and two thirds uh, in his last start. So, you know, I think he's ready. Uh, and, you know, he gets kind of thrown into the fire right away, Joe. You know, in, in uh, he's going to start Tuesday. They haven't named him officially, but they have an open spot in the rotation. Connor Pilkington got sent down over the weekend. You know, Anthony Castro came up. I would think Anthony Castro will probably go down again to make room for Savali. And, you know, he gets to lead off this series. I believe Tito was asked about it and and they said uh, and he said yeah it better be Savali because they yeah. already sent Pilkington down it's uh, uh the, the nice thing is the bullpen will be rested uh for this uh this opener if if Savali isn't able to go uh deep into the game so yeah that they're they're set up for in, in good position now all they need is uh is their captain they need their leader back they need uh they need the guy who who makes the uh makes the offense go sitting in the, the, the top of that lineup, uh, and that's Jose Ramirez. So what did we learn about this Guardians team uh, in that weekend trip to L.A.? We, we started off, you know, at the beginning of the week saying, hey, these next 20-some games against teams like L.A. and uh, the Yankees and Boston and, uh, you know, a lot of Central Division games included in there, 
uh, we're really going to sort of shape the Guardian season. Uh, you know, we're maybe, uh, you know, 20% into that uh, stretch. And now uh, these guys are five and one on this trip so far. What have we learned about them? You know, I think they're learning how to uh, how to win the closer games, Joe. I think they're, you know, um, what, uh, you know, five to three yesterday, two to one on Friday and extra innings, their second extra inning win on this trip. You know, they beat the Rockies in similar fashion. Um, you know, I think uh, we're seeing a, a young team executing late in the game. And you've got a great bullpen, you know, Eli Morgan, you know, Trevor Steffen looks like he's come back. Uh, Francona started to use Hentges and, and uh, we saw Anthony Ghost, you know, get a win in that extra inning game Friday. Uh, so you start to see that bullpen come together and, you know, all roads in the bullpen lead to class A and this guy's been a rock so far. Yeah. I want to go back to that, uh, that win on Friday night on, on Apple TV, for those of you who didn't uh, or couldn't see it uh, because of uh, either you don't have Apple TV or uh, uh, you couldn't figure out how to get the app uh, loaded up and, and working. Uh, I know a few people like that. Uh, the I call that the Anthony ghost game because, I'll tell you what, they put Ghost in a predicament. Yeah, it was just really remarkable what Anthony Ghost was able to do coming in in a more high leverage situation than sort of he might be used to or has has done in the past. This was really sort of that that sort of gut check time where he came in and, you know, gave Terry Francona the outs that he needed. Uh, if if Ghost can do that in a in, you know, moving forward, that that really lengthens and deepens that bullpen from both sides. Yeah, no doubt about it, Joe. He really came into a a tough, tough situation. He was, uh, you know, a high wire act in in the ninth inning Friday. Um, you know, the Dodgers had the runners on first and third, one out. Uh, the guy on first was there, courtesy of uh, Oscar Oscar Gonzalez dropping an easy fly ball in right field. It's a one-one game, so he strikes out. Get, uh, you know, uh, Ghost comes in, strikes out Gavin Lux, gets uh, uh, Trey Turner on a fly ball to end the inning. Then he comes back out for the 10th and, and strikes out the leadoff hitter uh, before uh, Aniel uh, De Los Santos comes on and gets the save. You know, the, uh, Class A wasn't available because he had pitched three straight games in Colorado. Right. So, uh, you know, just that development and that growth on, on Ghost's part to be able to calm the nerves and, and get through uh, the three batters he faced was was definitely impressive. Um, so we, we know what we've learned about this team. We, we we've seen them heading into this uh, this stretch with uh, with Minnesota now opening up some uh, some division games. Uh, you know, what's what's the next step for these guys in terms of the growth process? We talked about them, you know, gelling as a team. Uh, once they get Jose Ramirez back, where's the, where can they go from here? What's the ceiling? Well, this is really going to be a tough stretch, Joe. Uh, once they get, uh, you know, they are in a stretch where they're playing uh, 18 games in 16 days. That includes doubleheaders against uh, the Twins and and the uh, Tigers. And then you've, you've got, uh, uh, you know, they're playing uh, – uh, the, the, after they get done with this road trip, they, you know, they're going to play Boston. They're going to play the Yankees. They've got like another, you know, the twins come in for a five game series. 
against, you know, at, at progressive field. So this is really going to be a test. And it's going to be a test of that bullpen, I think, Joe, most of all. And I think that's what Frank Kona was excited about because he was able to use ghosts back-to-back. -back. He was able to use Henkes back-to-back. They were able to save a game without Class A. So those guys are going to pitch, and and it's you know they have to be in a groove right now. So I think that's that this series over the weekend against the Dodgers, you know, was a good was a good proving ground for them. Yeah, sort of a, a nice little litmus test as as we head in uh, to this this really tough stretch. Um, uh, you know, around baseball, we talk about the uh, the movement within the, within the division. Uh, the Twins are what a game ahead of Cleveland right now as, as they go in, uh, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to, to sort of shift and, and, you know, you know, take first place, you know, go up a couple of games, maybe go down a couple of games. Uh, a lot's going to be determined about these next few, or what, eight games against the twins, uh, in, in this next little stretch. So, uh, should be very interesting. Uh, as far as keeping up and keeping track of that, uh, again, subtext is the way to be. Uh, if you're if you're listening uh, and you're not subscribed to our uh, our subscription text service, uh, subtext is uh, how to get uh, the latest on everything from uh, Hoinsey and myself. Cleveland.com/slash/subtext or uh, go to, uh, send a message to two one six two zero eight four three four six. Uh, and we can sign you up for $3.99 a month. Uh, really, Hoinsey, it's it's the best way to get the the first word from Tito because as soon as we're done talking uh, to to Terry Francona, pretty much every day, uh, we send out uh, you know what he's thinking and what he's saying. Yeah, uh, really, uh, it's uh, you know from our from our from Tito's lips to uh, our subscribers' ears. You know, we can we can get them the news as fast faster than anyone. And you know, you've got to, they get it exclusively. So it, it's a great service, Joe. I had a lot of fun with uh, the the uh, you know the subscribers over the weekend in uh, in in Los Angeles. You know, a lot of a lot of people showing interest in the Guardians. So it, it's you know if it's well worth it. If, if you're a guardians fan, if you're a baseball fan, you know, check it out. Yeah. Belated father's day uh, gift. If you want to subscribe your dad to it, that's uh, that's definitely the way to go. Uh, get him uh, the latest from Hoinsey and myself uh, on the road and at the ballpark. Uh, Paul, I, I, I gotta tell you, this is uh, it's shaping up to be a fun summer. They, these guys are, they, they're giving me very calves vibes. You remember how, uh, early in the Cavs season, no one really expected them to to be doing much. And then, you know, Ricky Rubio was the was sort of the spark for them and and it propelled them to to win a couple of games that, that nobody really thought they would. Uh, they contended all season. They they made, I guess, the quasi postseason with the, the play in uh, tournament. Uh, we, we could be looking at uh, a very similar scenario with these Guardians uh, players. Uh, you know, the national media is starting to take a little uh, notice of it. I, I think, uh, who was it, Katie Nolan from the uh, the Apple TV uh, broadcast team on Friday night? Uh, she said she it's going to make she's going to make it her her goal this year to to get Jose Ramirez the MVP over Aaron Judge because <laughs> uh, she just fell in love with what he did it with for the team on Friday. Yeah, he uh, you know he certainly. He captures your eye, Joe, when he's at 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 top speed and when he's playing defense, when he's running the bases, when he's swinging the bat. Uh, he's an electrifying player. He's he's really fun to watch. 
All right. Well, we will uh, keep track here and be back with you again uh, tomorrow to go uh, go dive a little deeper and uh, and preview this big series with the Twins and these next couple of games to to sort of uh, you know take a look at individually what the Twins present uh, in terms of a challenge for Cleveland. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Paul, we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.